Hello, and welcome to Talking Tropes. David, we're in the endgame now. Oh yeah, shit. It's a little late, but we're, we're finally going to be talking about endgame. Yeah! Uh, we're going to start with like a little bit of a, like a plot recap, and, uh, and then we'll get right into analysis. Uh, well, you you want to start, Hannah? Yeah, so... Uh, Let's go a little bit out of order with this plot recap, I guess. Like, like yeah. Like, just... what was like the weirdest thing that happened in the movie for you? For me, the the weirdest thing that happened in the movie was definitely when um, the guy's mom was dying, and then it turns out that his dad was a serial killer. That was the weirdest part for me. Oh, that that was the weirdest part for you. I thought it was way weirder when like. Um, the Power Rangers showed up, and and there was like an alien invasion, and then was the was the villain's girlfriend's name Metal Alice? Like, what was up with that? Yeah, and why were I they think called so. loogies? The bad guys. <laughs> I don't know. It was an interesting choice um, on their part, but like a, a, another strange part was when like half the cast of Game of Thrones and Meghan Markle um, came in too to like. Uh, try to try to get this woman uh, exonerated in court. Like that was a really strange twist that I definitely didn't see coming. So I got to yeah, get the props for that. The courtroom scenes I thought were some of the most intense. Yeah, in and there Endgame. were there were a lot of them. I was not expecting that many courtroom scenes. It was insane, and uh, this was like a long, uh, a, a really long story. The the end game. Yeah, like it it was like six hours. Oh yeah, uh, at, at, at the least. very least, you know. And, um, like, Keith David played, like, six different roles I mean, he's it, gotta, and half of them were animated. Yeah, he's got to get an Oscar for that, you know? Like, yeah. a, a brilliant performance all around. Um, yeah, because he was, like, playing a character with split personalities, right? Because he was both the, the, the leader of the Flex Fighters, mm-hmm. and then he was also Spawn, and then yeah. he, he, was he was also, also like, the Cape's boss, the Cape yeah. boss. Yeah, it was the Cape boss. Um, yeah, it was, it was crazy that he was able to do all of those things. Um, and you know, he, he, he did a great job, but I, I think the most emotional part of the movie for me was when a uh, kid flash dies in a heroic sacrifice. To yeah, the it was, League. it was interesting. I mean, this really is the most ambitious crossover. It really is. <laughs> Um, so for those of you who haven't figured out the joke yet, which I wouldn't blame you, uh, (laughs) what we're doing today is we're going through and watching every episode we can find that is titled Endgame for a television show, which happens to be about 121 episodes of television that are titled either Endgame One Word or End Space Game. Or in the case of the X Files episode, end games plural. Yeah, so we're gonna get into some crazy shit. But like, really, the reason that I wanted to to do this was uh, I wanted to talk about like lazy episode titling. Like, doesn't that fascinate <laughs> you, Hannah? Yeah. What? Okay. It's it's wild to me how many of these um, these episodes titled Endgame. We're part of a two-episode, like, finale or something, where the second-to-last episode is called Endgame, and then the last one is called, like, New Beginnings, with those exact phrases. There's at least, like, four on this list, which seems a little (laughs) bit crazy. Yeah, so, I mean, like, let's just go through some, like, random uh, episode titles that you just see in, like, every single TV show that's ever been made has at least one episode titled, uh, for example, Tabula Rasa. There are 17 different Mm. shows with an episode called Tabula Rasa. There's 18 episodes titled A Tale of Two Cities. Oh, my God. There's 29 titled Journey's End. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I would honestly expect more. There's 29 titled United We Stand. (laughs) 29 titled Father Knows Best. Oh my god. 37 titled Mother Knows Best. Oh my god. 39 titled True Colors. (laughs) These are so good. 49 titled Seeing Red. Wow. 67 fucking episodes of television titled The Ties That Bind. That <laughs> Those is, exact words. That is unsurprising. 99 
episodes of television titled Bad Blood. Yep, yep. This all tracks. <laughs> and 99 titled Game Over. So there's about about the same amount Game Over. There's a little bit more titled End Game. Oh my god. So that's absolutely bonkers. So, I mean, it's just interesting because, like, the, the, the title of a show is super important. but And, like, you have to make it important for marketing. But the title of an episode is worth nothing to these people. Oh, they yeah. put no thought or effort into it. But, like, you know, I feel like the title of an episode used to matter a little bit more when there was, like, TV guy Yeah, I think it would typically matter if you were if it were something serialized and you would advertise the title of the next episode at the end of one episode. Right. So it would be like, next time, the perils of Doctor Who and the space planet. Right, like, to sort of intrigue you know, bad people. Example, but... No, but that's a good one. Exactly. Because there, there so... aren't a lot of shows anymore that I can think of where, like, they tease the title of like the next week's episode, you know, like right. maybe they'll it's show clips. It's just not clips. done anymore in this format, but yet, uh, well, and especially like, these with binging. episode titles have stuck around. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I kind of like episode titles, but if they're good, but like they're, they're just always so dumb. <laughs> or they just they're like so stick- cliche. Or they stick to, like, really heavily to some kind of naming convention. You know, like, with Friends, you have, like, the one... I like one... naming conventions, so they're fun, yeah. Or, like, Jessica Jones, where it's, like, AKA XYZ thing. Yeah, but the, just putting AKA in front of a generic episode title doesn't really make it less generic. Alright, that's fair. Um, but community, I mean, like, like a community, like, yeah. yeah. Where, it's, where it's all, like, a class schedule that you would sign up for. Right. Um, and, yeah, like, sometimes they'll have, a, like, every episode is, like, a pun or, like, a joke on a movie title or, or something. Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of things can be fun and interesting little Easter eggs that you can only find if you, like, buy the DVD or really follow the trades, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, like, it, I, I think on, like, TVs like on your DVR or something, it 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 can say the the episode title, but like who pays attention to that, you know? Exactly, it's just not something that anyone cares about, and and a lot of TV shows have started to reflect that. I think yeah. um, a lot of Netflix shows, especially, uh, just have chapter one, chapter two, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And and um, working in publishing, Hannah, like, yeah. do you do you? talk a lot to people about chapter titles or, or you know is that a conversation that people have or <laughs> is it mostly just numbered these days well so that's a, like really interesting and it very much depends on um your like the age level of the book so um something like for teens will more often than not just be numbered um right. but i i tend to see the most actual chapter titles in like fantasy middle grade um but even then you're you're right i feel like it's definitely more numbers i don't i also don't see tables of contents in books anymore which like i can get into that any day of the week but that might be a digression but but you're absolutely right that like even in the book world i i feel like people are just like all right it's the next chapter or like chapters are denoted by a number but then or like a shift in character perspective or something like that you know it's very rarely like harry potter and the mirror of erisid you know like right like harry potter's like a great example of chapter titles you know uh yeah but but it's really hard to think of another book that like really uses them that i've read recently yeah, and for an interesting sort of random connection my brain is making, um, there was that, that episode of Doctor Who, um, the uh, the Angels in Manhattan. The, yeah. The, it's not a good episode, but there was a, a concept in it that after the events of the episode take place, somebody writes a book about the entire plot of the episode, uh-huh. and the Doctor gets a hold of it, but if he reads too far ahead, he might accidentally lock those events into place. You know, because it's sort of like quantum. Once you've read it, it waves. Has to yeah, like once it's observed, then it, it locks in the probabilities. Um, but it doesn't have spoilers if he reads like the chapter titles. So he just goes to the table of contents and uses mm-hmm. that to predict his way through. Uh, you know, through the episode. Yeah. Um, 
which was kind of an interesting use of, like, what is a chapter title? It's like right. a hint. It's like a hint to help you solve a mystery, but it's not <laughs> going to give you all the answers. Right, it's enough to intrigue you. But, David, right. does, does end game intrigue you? Well, here's what it tells me. Um, because the end game obviously refers mainly to chess. That's where the term originates. Okay. And... It's uh, a lot of people. If you talk to actual strategists in chess about what the end game represents, it means you have a lot fewer pl- players on the board, mm. um, the, the or pieces on the board. I mean, okay. so you're dealing with a more simplified game, but higher stakes. So the king often comes out in the late game. Um, pawns are more important because they can be promoted to queens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of these things become possible uh, in, in the end game only. And so if an episode is called end game, I would assume that that means that a lot of the like bishops and knights and all of like these minor villains have sort of been taken care of, been wiped off the board. And now we're just dealing with the big guys yeah. and then your main cast. Um, so is that the case for these ones, or is it just a dramatic-sounding title? It's definitely just a dramatic-sounding title. Like, we we didn't watch all right. 121, but, like, we watched a decent chunk of these. We watched you know? way too much. Too much. And so many bad shows that I didn't even know existed, and now I have to know about them. So never say that I didn't sacrifice for this podcast. Absolutely. This is a this is like a, a fucking trouble that we got in. Um, let, let's start with Power Rangers. I want to start with okay. Power Rangers because there's two different series of Power Rangers, like yeah. separated by like almost ten years or something. Oh yeah. Uh, that <laughs> that both of them have an episode titled Endgame, and I want to sort of compare and contrast. Like the plots of these episodes are like almost identical. Is that is that but right? I mean, yeah, but I feel like every episode of Power Rangers is almost identical. Right, but you would expect that, like, at least in the end game, which I think in both of these is the second to last episode in the, in the series. Um, is that right? I, I don't know. I, I marked it down for each one that we watched, but let me... I'm just trying to find the Oh, no, the wait. So, okay, Power so Rangers. the first one was Power Rangers RPM, which came out in 2009. That um, was the and first And was kind one? of, like, post-apocalyptic, like... It, it, it was like they were living in a dome. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Also, the girl from iZombie. The girl from iZombie's in it, and the guy from Jessica Jones who plays Malcolm is, like, the Red Ranger. So it, Yeah, it, it is weird that they survived Power Rangers RPM <laughs> and went on to have actual careers. I will say, I liked <laughs> RPM way more than I liked Megaforce. Megaforce, I could barely, like, pay attention to. Hmm, Interesting. Uh, I, I don't know. I found them both pretty ridiculous. Oh, um, yeah. The, the, the way that the Power Rangers RPM episode opens is, like, hilarious. Uh, it just <laughs> starts with a dream sequence where one of the characters goes to get apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, uh, his friend is like, oh, my God. And he says, what? It's just apple juice. <sighs> and then his hand is a robot hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh- <laughs> And but he like, drops the apple that's, juice. That's a thousand times more entertaining than, like, people, like, a dude in a forest just, like, swinging a sword around lazily and then everyone being like, the bad guys are here. You know, like, I'll take apple juice guy over that any day. Yeah, I guess just Megaforce, I guess maybe it's just that it's, like, newer. It just seems more real to me. Um, <laughs> you know, they're like... The effects are but nicer. I but and I don't the... want my Power Rangers to be real. I want it to be entertaining. All right, that's a fair point. But, you know, more to the point, the end gaminess of it. Yes, yes. Like, so both they're... of them end on these cliffhangers. Yes, they're both the first part to a two-part season finale, which was... I, I was honestly surprised at how many... Like, I, I really thought, like... The, the the title has the word end in it, David. I thought that right. these would be the final episodes. But well, just, so just a slight correction. Worried. Megaforce actually is the season finale, but it, it it transitions directly into it ends on a cliffhanger that goes directly into Super Megaforce, which is a totally different series. Oh, well, never mind then. 
<laughs> but still, it's like it's not really the end, is it? It's just sort of no another random battle with a big bad. Yeah, and that leads into an entire new series. Like that, that couldn't be less end game if you tried. Right, like in the in RPM, I think they just fight like a robot that can absorb their lasers and shoot it back at them. Yeah, and it's like this really awkward canned animation. Ugh, yeah, um, it 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 was really interesting trying to figure out why each of these episodes was called Endgame, especially <laughs> with that like in mind. Right. Like like some of these, you know, they're like action adventure space stuff, but then right. we have other episodes that are just like I guess someone died, and that's why it's called Endgame. Right, or you're talking like, about Melrose Place, right? I mean, Melrose Place <laughs> is the weirdest one on this list, I think. Melrose Place? It's just Place. like a short-lived Fox, uh, Fox soap opera. Um, um, and there, the episode is just the main character's dad dies. There's a couple of that. Like, there's, um, there's that one. There's All Saints, which is like a weird Australian, um, like... Soap. Soap opera. It's like Grey's Anatomy, like hospital drama um mm-hmm. like arliss i still can't figure out why that no no arliss i understand because because endgame is a chess term so arliss okay. is a show about a sports contractor and so the episode is about them finding this chess grandmaster to produce their video game for them oh arliss is like bad 30 rock it's, it's like, really bad it's like it's like bad Thirty Rock that ran for seven seasons. It was like um, nigh unwatchable. No, it was it was really bad. Um, and it's got uh, what's her name from Killing Eve. Sandra. And it's o. got um, uh, nobody else of of note. No one else. <laughs> no one else made it um, out of that show. And like half of the episode was just like uh, jokes about people with autism. Just because yeah. there was like a, there was a an autistic man in the episode, and so the, all the jokes were like, uh, "What's the deal with Rain Man over here?" Yeah, and it's like there, this has aged fantastically. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> there was one show that we watched, which was, I guess, some 1998. Like, I can't tell what it was. And my guess is a soap opera, just by the number of episodes. But it was, it's called Martial Law, and it's, it's just like a kung fu, like, police procedural, but, like, with this, like, strange, like, Shanghai man as, like, the, the star, and, like, everything about it is just baffling, because this man cannot act at all. Like, I think he was bankrolling the entire thing, you know, like, it was a passion project for him. Um, Let's look up martial law real quick. It's like it's just absolutely baffling. But like you know, it's about his his fight with some evil, also Shanghai guy who is like a drug dealer, and he's a cop, and he's got to take him down. But like it ends with both of them like falling out of a helicopter. But it's like the middle of the season, so like I guess a mid season finale. I don't, like, I just don't know why this is called Endgame. Like, nothing ends here at all. Nothing ends. It never yeah. ends. Um, uh. Yeah, doesn't that, doesn't martial law have Arsenio Hall and Mako, the, the voice does. of Uncle Iroh? Yes, so, so, it's got Arsenio Hall. It, it's weird because it's billed as, like, a action-adventure comedy, but, like, there's not that much comedy in here. No. Um, and Arsenio Hall, like, poses as, like, a gay guy at some point in this episode to, like, bug a drug dealer's phone, but then, like, their whole unit is rogue, so they're gonna be shut down, but then, like, they're not, so it's, it's fine, and then, <laughs> like, the, the lieutenant gets shot, and, like, the karate other police officer girl gets kidnapped, and so that's why Samo, the the main dude, has to go after her, and why he falls right. out of the helicopter. But like again, why is this Endgame? Like <laughs> what? So this was especially torturous for you, and I, I've clearly put you through hell uh, because you famously hate procedurals. Like 
I, they're your least favorite type of television. Yeah, I just find them so boring, and I have and to I watch made you a watch so many procedurals. You really did, and a lot of hospital dramas, and like it's just a lot of bad TV, and also probably okay TV that I just had no context for because it's right. like season four, episode twenty of Babylon Five. Like, well, see, two. that's what I like about it. So I also, the, also the reason that I wanted to do this was because I figured you would get a lot of season finales with no context. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, a, it was like a couple years ago, um, my friend and I had this uh, thing where we showed people the episode of Doctor Who Journey's End with no context. Um, <laughs> okay. Which, if you know the show Doctor Who, like, that episode in particular is fucking nuts uh it's like all the villains come back and every single character from every previous season comes back and they all fly around in the TARDIS together blowing shit up and there's two doctors and it's gotta be Dr. Donna and like all this crazy shit (laughs) um so yeah like it was just fun to like show that to somebody with no context and have them like try and figure it out were people able to, or were they just totally lost? No, <laughs> totally lost. But I think that I'm able to get, like, some, like, I, I kind of get sort of what's going on in a lot of these episodes. Yeah, I, I, It was really interesting. I'm trying to figure out, I think the one for me where I just had, like, the most, like, what the fuck is even happening questions um, was uh, Spawn, Seth MacFarlane's Spawn from, it was, like, a short right. HBO series uh it had a couple of seasons i think but this was the season one finale i think Mm -hmm. yeah and like this show was just like i could not figure out who these people were supposed to be who i was supposed to root for (laughs) like was spawn a good guy or a bad guy who's he's an anti-hero straight out of the you know image comics Sort of, uh, or was it Dark Horse? I can't remember. I think it was Image Comics. Yeah, so he's like that dark, sort of edgy, not traditional, super-powered individual who, you know, you you root for, despite the fact that he works for the devil. But, like, Um, I didn't even know that until, like, I literally knew nothing about this character. (laughs) Right. And, like... Like, at the very end, the cl- there's this, like, fat clown who's been, like, following him for, like, the last half yeah, of the... Yeah, that's the bad guy. Yeah, I guess. But he's like, <laughs> rips his skin off, and, like... But there's, like, another bad guy that Spawn has to defeat, who's, like, I guess a child molester and murderer or something. Yeah. But, like, it's, like... It's, like, weirdly veiled, but also not veiled at the same time. It's, it's like, just a very bizarre... Like, I just didn't know what they were going for exactly. Um, and did the game end? I mean, it did. He got the guy, but then the the demon in the clown suit was like, "What the fuck? You can't not kill him. You're you work for the devil. No." But I didn't know he worked for the devil until that point. I was <laughs> like, "Wait, are you the devil? Like, who's what's happening? Are you just like a messenger? I don't understand any of this." Also, <laughs> I guess Spawn saved like. His wife's child, but was it also his child? I don't know. Nothing here makes sense. Also, there's a police chief with, like, the weirdest side characters ever. And, like, I don't know. But this one also still ends on a cliffhanger. Because while it is a season finale, it's not a series finale. Because the fucking demon is like, the real war is yet to come. Yeah. (laughs) Like what are we? That doing? sounds right to me. It's uh, it's so strange. Um, I watched uh, the season finale of Kyle X Y of season oh one. Oh my god! Which yes. I think that's an amazing fucking show. because uh, it's just a show called I Have No Belly Button, <laughs> and that's the whole plot is just that. I didn't realize though. Like I, I just. I just thought they never really explained what the fuck he was or where he came from. But he's just a clone. And like yeah, no, yeah. But like they tell you that, like, you, like you, the audience. Yeah, but only know. at the end of season one. I no, mean... but you clearly know that before because they do a flat, like a previously on Kyle X Y, where like you see the people at like the clone center being like, "Kill him." We can't know that he's an experiment, and it's like, okay, he's an experiment without a belly button. He's a clone. Great. 
you know, like... But what if the experiment was in belly button removal technology? Oh, maybe. That might have been See, it. I would want... Can you imagine if you, like, made a show oh and God. then that was, that was how you ended it with, like... <laughs> No, no, we're just a specialist in belly button removal. We're plastic surgeons. Oh my god, we just <laughs> fucking we didn't hate want our, belly We didn't buttons. want anyone else to discover our amazing patent for belly button removal. Oh my god, that's why we've killed people. <laughs> I think that would be an amazing way to end a show, and now I kind of want to make a show like that, where I mean, it's like a huge mystery element, and it just ends on like a flat punchline. <laughs> you should definitely do that. Uh, you can get J.J. Abrams to fund you. Hell yeah. Like, that's a mystery um, box if I've ever seen one. Get, get uh, D&D to write it from oh Game of Thrones. Oh my god, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think for me, the episode, despite being titled Endgame, with, like, the least sense of urgency ever, and also it happened in, like, the middle of the fucking season, was from Stargate SG-1. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's surprising. It's it's season eight, episode ten, David. Like we're eight seasons <laughs> into this, and this is the tenth episode of like a twenty-one episode season or something. It might have been a a, a season, um, you know, a half season finale. I thought that, but then I looked it up, and it wasn't. It was just an episode. <laughs> Well, well, maybe maybe it was like a scheduling thing. You know how you know <laughs> certain shows they get like pushed around and moved around, and yeah, then they get an extra episode order on maybe, top of their order that they're already making. Maybe I don't know, but then like the only thing this was another one where I was baffled about why it was called Endgame, and all I could think of was the fact that like a lot of people were murdered in it. So like if we're using the chess term, where like we're clearing the board a little bit, right? Like. A lot of people died because there was like, David, there is literally genocide going on in this episode, and everyone's oh just my like, God. everyone's like, oh, we gotta find the Stargate. It's been stolen, and people are using it to commit genocide. But like, now nah, we'll get to it. You know, like there's literally no tension. Like it's that's so it's bizarre, insane. I don't know how they managed to do that. I think it's because the actors are just so, like, lackadaisical about everything they're doing the entire time. <laughs> they're like, oh, we found this guy. Well, we've been doing this for eight seasons. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it opens with a fucking joke about, like, the guys who were supposed to be watching the Stargate, like, the engineers or whatever, like, turned their back to get coffee, uh, and then it vanished. And, like, the guy, the main guy, I guess, who who's interviewing them is, like pretends to get mad at them for like getting coffee but he's like nah it's fine we'll figure it out and it's like right. okay but like isn't it pretty bad that this is missing like it's i don't know it's really bad yeah like you should probably get on that yeah like and everyone's like well i just don't know how to fucking find it it's i don't know what to do like it just it's it's baffling to me were there any I, shows on this list that you watched and then you decided like now I want to watch the rest of the show to see, you know, to see what's going on. You know, this is really interesting. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple of shows on here that, that I have watched before. Um, so, like, we right. watched uh, the season two Young Justice finale, which is the one where Kid Flash right. dies. Um, and I, I used to, like... You know, my family used to watch Numbers together, which, like, is a police procedural, but, like, it had just enough of a twist at the time that I was like, yeah, sure, yeah, why not? I think, I, I thought Numbers was very good, and it, it just had, like, those likable characters that yeah. you just, you know, you want to you wanna give just, them a hug. They're uh, just Not Bill Nye, but, you know, like, the other ones. <laughs> um, yeah, Bill Nye is in this episode for, like, a hot second. Like, who knew? Um, I yeah. forgot, certainly. Uh, but like, you know, I, I remembered a lot of the plot of, of the season four. This was another one that like was kind of the middle of the season, but, but it wrapped yeah. up another storyline. So I sort of saw like, there were, there were a couple episodes right. like that where it was the end game of a specific storyline, like suits. It was wrapping up a specific, uh, like court case that they'd been working on for a while. Um, right. and, and seeing that one through. Um, but it wasn't the they didn't put that at the end of the season because you want to no. end your season finale on a twist so to to make sure that you get renewed for another season. <laughs> right, right. You got to get um, the twist for sweeps week. 
Actually, uh, many of these episodes probably were Sweeps Week episodes. Then they just called them Ed Games so that they Maybe. could, you know. It's very fun. Actually, okay, that there was there was oh also the X Files episode I had seen that before um, the right. season two episode seventeen where you know it's like clones and like Mulder's sister but is she his sister and Scully gets kidnapped and there's an alien ship and a disease and there's a lot going on in that episode. There was so much going on in the X Files. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Actually, there was one that. I am like, oh shit, I kind of want to watch all this now. And I'm a little bit sad that I saw the last episode. Um, First. And yeah, it was Star Trek Voyager. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like Voyager, that season finale is hardcore. It's yeah. it's, it's a two-parter. Um, and it's just like, it opens like 10 years after uh, the last, the previous episode. Um, yeah. Just like focusing on... <laughs> on the crew as they've returned home on earth and some of them have died and then yeah. uh the the captain travels back in time so this <laughs> to her own ship to save it from the borg which is like so fucking intense and like to bring them home like 10 years early right. so that everyone can live basically and right but at what cost at what cost and it's like her own life but I guess that's fine, question mark? I well, don't know. Yeah, but, like, the thing was, like, the, there was this whole decision of whether to bring them home early or not, because if they don't come back early, they might save some, like, potential alien civilizations as they're traveling home. Mm. Um, you know, they're changing the future. You know, what about the Temporal Prime Directive? Yeah. Uh, very, very Star Trek, uh, very high-minded, philosophical, very, very, uh, very cognitive. <laughs> yes, but, but also... Also, the most similar to Avengers Endgame, I think. Like, having to go back in time to fix a mistake and save people that you lost. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. With potential... It's Endgame. Potentially huge ramifications for your modern-day oh, society. Like, like it's 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 there. It's Endgame. It, it's uh, Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they didn't really play much with like a chess metaphor or anything, uh, so no. it's really just end game and that it's the last episode. <laughs> right. It was one of the the few two parters though. Like this was end game part one and two. Normally, from right. our sample size, it should be end game and new beginnings. Right. <laughs> like oh, Dallas geez. did that. Oh my god, I watched Dallas for this, David. Ugh. What is what? Dallas? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess it's about drugs, but business also and sex in Dallas. In Dallas. It's like, it's so This is wild. a reboot of a show from the, like, 80s. Yeah, I, I, I... <laughs> I also thought at first that this was that show from the 80s, and I couldn't find the episode titled Endgame, so I was really confused for, like, 20 minutes. And then right. I finally found the modern reboot of Dallas that I did not know existed. <laughs> and I'm so sad that I do know it exists, because nothing in it is good. <laughs> it's really just the most cliched pile of bizarre... Like I see a quote I've that you recorded seen. here. It says, uh, "It says murder is a wonderful bonding experience." Nicholas. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Yes, God, there were so many absurd lines throughout all of this. So, like the main drug dealer guy, like his his one of his proteges, who's like trying to turn good because he loves one of the like good girls from Dallas or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. He. He's, like, trying to set up his, like, drug-dealing dad, basically. Uh, but, you know, he's never been asked to get his hands dirty before. He's been on the business side of things. And so yeah. uh, he's like, all right, you got to prove to me that that you're, you're not turning traitor. So shoot this hostage we have. And then he says, murder is a wonderful bonding experience, Nicholas. <laughs> and I just... I just couldn't. It's so bad. It's like... 
Um, I think my favorite note on this list is from uh, when you watched the Young Justice episode where you just wrote, um, Martian Scarab is defeated by Big Bad, but then the other Scarab kicks his butt because they're brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you write because they're brothers? Oh, because his his, uh, Scarab is like his brother. Like, that's why he wasn't able to be overpowered. And, oh, like, it's because they say they're hermanos. Yeah, like they're. Is that they're... why? Wait, what? Because is it because he says like because we're hermanos? Yeah, is that is that yeah. what the reference is to? Yeah, because it it just it's not literally because they're siblings. Like, no, one I is an know. Alien no, I understand. Scarab robot suit, and one is the guy. <laughs> no, I I understand that it's it's like a brotherly bond. But yeah, it's, but it's that whole just... show, um, the Blue Beetle is the name of the char- character, uh, Jaime Reyes. Yeah. He just speaks entirely in like Spanishisms, but yeah. like just just like the only ones that the writers know, and the writers <laughs> do not speak Spanish, and so he just keeps saying like, "Hey, hermano!" Like that's how he starts ev- starts and ends every sentence. Oh my god! Um, jeez. Um, <laughs> Yeah. What's another I think he's one? He's just Dios mío a couple times. So what's another good one that, that we've got in here? Um, I watched an, an episode of Alias for the first time ever. You know. Uh yeah. The the origins. You may remember Alias from our our mystery boxes episode. Um, yeah, and I I don't know. It's like spy Is it shit. The end of the game. Was it was it the end of the game? For... Yeah, I think so. It wasn't the series, like the season finale, because there were still two more episodes after this one, uh, or maybe mm. three. But it it was we're in the end game now, kind of thing. I, I it was, guess now we're moving into a into a more dramatic part of the story. I don't know. Like we find out that Bradley Cooper's Russian spy girlfriend is like slowly being found out, and then like. They rescue Christians later. Like, <laughs> holy shit, there were so many big-name people in this. Like, Hell yeah. Yeah. Also, Victor Garber was in it, and I think he was in uh, another one as well. It might have been Suits. Uh, yeah, but, I but think Victor, Victor Garber's in Victor Suits. Victor Garber and uh, Keith David win for most cameos in Endgame episodes. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's talk about the these... Um, these procedurals some more uh like <sighs> let's talk about law and order um yeah there so we've got the the very last episode ever produced of law and order svu which ends I mean, with there's more all coming. of them framing a guy for murder yeah it's absurd and it's absurd <laughs> that it works like, <laughs> like that's how the show ends. It's just everyone in the cast comes together and they frame a guy for murder, and then they're like, "I can't see you anymore because we framed a guy, guy for, murder. for murder." But like, you know, like the the main lady whose name I don't know, but you know, it's that lady man. Lady. Uh, yeah, like she's like, "This isn't what I wanted." And the lawyer guy is like, let me do my job. And also, like, I, I have watched so few episodes of Law & Order in my life that, yeah, like... Yeah, this is not an, a normal episode of Law & Order <laughs> by any stretch. I'm sure, but, like, just based on this and then, like, the one other episode of Criminal Intent that I watched, like, that sort of, like, bizarrely metaphorical, like, l- like simile-esque, like, speaking dialogue style that everyone has that like community yeah. parodies is shockingly accurate and i am still like i can't believe it almost yeah there was like a yeah there was like a line where he's like uh did you, did you fall out of the boat and then the the guy goes uh her bones were liquefied liquefied this girl fell out of the sky <laughs> well i mean that's that's just like some john mulaney level like you can say the grossest shit on television and like it's right. fine but like I, I'm talking about like, you you put him in the barrel and I'll shoot him. Like, <laughs> you know, like that sort of thing. Like all these like one-linery type things that are right. just like so overdramatic and strange. And I just, uh, it's. So what happened in Criminal Intent? I didn't watch that one. Okay, um, if you've never seen any 
thing ever, or if you've seen everything ever, I just want everyone to go watch this one episode of Law and Order: Criminal Intent. It's season, season six, six, episode, episode twenty one, end game. It's it's the first part of a two part season finale where all right they they got a little bit fancy on this where part one is named Endgame, but instead of new beginnings, part two is called renewal. <laughs> totally different. So we open <laughs> we open with a guy who was on death row, right? This like convicted uh-huh. serial killer or something who's lost his last plea bargain at, or, or like appeal and he's uh he's gonna be put to death yeah he's gonna they're gonna kill him uh but also like one of the main cops his mom's dying and so like they're putting her in hospice care and making her comfortable and all that but then the guy on death row is like hey you know that cop still to like another prisoner and so the law and order people get called in and then he's like kind of confessing to killing even more women and mm-hmm. it's like weird. In order to like, in order to prolong the process so that he can stay alive and see what wait until his mom dies or something. Or like, no, I don't even know why. It's never really explained. It's just like, like <laughs> the one guy gives him like a like something about having a good confession. He goes, eh, a good a good confession, eh? And then so he just, like, plays this weird game where he's, like, sort of telling the cops that he killed more women, but maybe not. And so they're, like, they're running all over the city finding, like, <laughs> these mummified corpses of, like, dead women from the 80s. And, like... Oh, my God. Then, you know, he, he gives them, like, one more clue, and they find another book, but this one's from the 60s. And, like, like it's a book with all the pictures or whatever. And, uh-huh. you know... So then they, like, start implying that, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I dated this one woman in, uh, in Brooklyn. And, uh, she was, I called her Bambi. Which, like, I guess is m- maybe a nickname for the cop's mom or something. But basically he puts the pieces together somehow and is like, mom, did you date a serial killer? And she's like, what? No, you're crazy. And then it turns out not only did she <laughs> date him, but, like... Also, he's maybe, the serial killer is maybe the cop's dad. And there's this absolutely insane scene where, like, the cop and the serial killer are, like, talking to each other. And, like, everyone else has left the room except for, like, a prison guard. And he's, like, he's he's basically taunting him with, like, I think I'm your dad. I'm definitely your dad, huh? And, like, just trying to make him mad. And then he, like, attacks him. And he's, like, do it! Kill me! It's in your blood! <laughs> and it's like the most overdramatic absurd thing this I've... is in a show called law and order criminal intent yes it's it's batshit david and like the guard also just stands there and he's like he'll let you do it he hates me like just kill me do it and then he's like no i can't i'm too good but you're a piece of shit and then, like, it, the episode ends with, like, him getting killed on death row, and then his mom also passes away, or is, like, about to pass away. And then, like, Jeez. that's the end of the episode. And, like, maybe Renewal oh does God. some more stuff with that, but I don't know. Fucking nuts. <laughs> it's in your blood, David. Maybe in Renewal, he becomes a serial killer. We'll I never know, because we're never that. watching another episode of this. I, you're, you're absolutely right. Please tweet at us if that's what happens. Also, please tweet at us if that's not what happens, but there's other batshit insane, like, Law & Order episodes that, like, I need to see. Like, I'm talking this level, though. You know? Don't give me any of that mediocre shit. No mediocre shit. Um, We also watched uh, some, like, some kids' shows. Wait, wait, wait. Um, We're not done with procedurals. We're not done with procedurals. procedurals? No way. There's a whole NCIS episode that was also wild. Oh, yeah. The NCIS episode wasn't that great. It was just like uh, McGee is dating dating a spy who gets killed by another spy. Yeah. Uh, And then the spy is like, um, I hate the chief of the, or the, what is it, the commissioner or something? The director. The director, that's right. The director of NCIS. And he's like, I hate you because you've been chasing me. And Well, also, she killed his partner. You killed my partner. Classic. 
Uh, and there's poison bullets because she's like a she's like a Korean assassin, but then she's turning. Yeah, traitor. it's really stupid. It's like she shoots them in the shoulder so they feel really in pain, and then she shoots them in the head with a poison bullet, and then somehow it's the poison that kills them. Yeah, I don't know. It's very. I don't strange. know how that works. I I don't know. Uh, but then like you know, there's like. They have foot-and-mouth disease, which you can only get if you're a child or a or cow. Or you work with um, child or children. Or cow. Or a cow. And uh, it's it's like the the whole episode is just dragging dragging things out, because yeah. that's what all NCIS episodes are. Like, yeah. They just know. drag things out when we already know exactly who the person is and who she's going to kill next. Right. It's very strange. Uh, so then... You know, she shows up at the director's house, and she's like, I need you to kill me and end this. But then his wife, like, kills him, or her instead. And then it's over. And, like, that's that's the whole it's show. It's over. Um, wait, is this you who wrote this? It's like she's playing some kind of game. Yeah, yeah that was a quote. That was in there. Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> was... of them. Where they actually say end game or like game over or something like that. Yeah, but then why don't they call it like game over? Like that's my thing. I don't know. Like, I was, <laughs> I was, I was surprised. I thought like some of these might actually be about like playing a game, and there was only one that was, which was right. one of those kid shows. That was Thunderbirds. Yeah, which is this... a reboot of that puppet show. It was. It was puppets. In the 60s. Oh my god, what? Yeah, ask your dad. Ask your dad about Thunderbirds. Everybody ask your dad about Thunderbirds. (laughs) I bet he knows. Unless you are a dad from the 60s who knows about Thunderbirds. Oh my god. Uh, Yeah, they gotta steal the Yeah, but that was, they play a video game. They, yeah, they, it's, but it's like a LARP video game with holograms. Right, with holograms. But why don't they call it Game Over? Like, it's, I don't know. That would be a better title. Maybe they were. Maybe they already had a game called or an episode called Game an Over. Episode called Game Over. And so uh, they're like, I plausible. guess I guess we'll do End Game because this is season three, episode eleven. Yeah. A very random episode. My favorite kids show that we watched easily was Stretch Armstrong and the Flex Fighters. Yeah. Which is also like kind of a reboot. It's a it's a show. Based on a toy from like the forties, right. Ar- the Stretch Armstrong, <laughs> but now he's a superhero with stretch powers. This one, like, there is just enough here that like I'd be curious to watch more, but right. like, but it's not good. No, it's not great. <laughs> like, but I love that there's like a stretchy ninja as well, and that there's the villain's name is just Stretch Monster because that yep. was the name of the villain toy back in the forties. Yep. It's it's very Which is called Stretch Monster. It's very Transformers like My Little Pony like this is a marketing ploy. Right. And Keith David was in this one too as he the was. the guy in charge of the Flex Fighters. He plays Shepard who's like a scientist doctor commander guy or something. Yeah. And he's a um, One thing I liked guy. about this show was just how sad all the characters were the whole time. Yeah, everyone was pretty sad. <laughs> like it was really weird. It was like this upbeat kids show but all the characters were like this is all my fault oh if only i had listened (laughs) we've doomed the city i did like this one line though it was like we've been friends since before smartphones which like i guess that's a long time but plus doesn't this show take place in the future i thought it did but maybe it doesn't maybe it doesn't maybe it's just like a near future because if it takes place in the future then these kids are like 30 years old Or maybe it was just before they had smartphones. Oh, no, it says before smartphones. So I think that means that they've been friends since, like, the year 2000. Well, I went to the year 3000. I don't know why that popped in my head. Um, All right. Was there were there more kid shows that we didn't talk about? Because we already talked about uh... oh Monsuno. We got to talk about Monsuno. Got to talk about Monsuno. Anything this interesting one, there? Nope. It's just like your basic like Beyblades, Beyblade like, Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, 
Yeah. Anybody remember Battle Beatemon? No, nope. just me. Just yeah. you. Uh, Don't this worry about uh, it. This one though, I will say, there's a character in this named One-Eyed Jack. Yeah, great, <laughs> I, perfect. I have no idea if that is his name in Japanese, but that's his name in the English kids version. There might and, not be any Japanese. For a lot of these shows, they look like anime, but they're actually animated in like France or something. Okay, well, I don't it's know. It's possible what his name that is. this is a French. It's possible that it's French, but it is definitely like a toy anime, so that always makes me think it might be Japanese. Japanese. Um, but One-Eyed Jack is a great name no matter what country you're in. Yeah, he's a guy who wears like an opera cape and a top hat <laughs> and has an eye patch and he talks like this. One-Eyed Jack is here to free the Monsoonos. Well, if you heard like, the character was named One-Eyed Jack, would you not immediately assume that he is some kind of like southern gentleman? I don't. No, like maybe like a <laughs> cockney murderer also. Like there there's like no, Jake. He's like sort of like a he's not the main villain, like he's not trying to destroy the world, but he's trying to like free like he's like an animal rights activist who's like evil or something. Where he's trying to yeah, free, he's trying to free all, all the monsoonos. All the, the the like animals that are like trapped in these like cores or whatever. And they're forced to fight, and he thinks that's bad, but he also uses them yeah. to fight to free them. So I, who knows? But they they're they got to the team cores. up. Yeah, they got to team up to defeat the really bad person and save uh, the main kid's dad, uh, mm. whose name is. So Dr. you're saying the game freak better watch out, or else Pokemon's gonna be unseated by this fantastic, clever, and truly inventive TV show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, no one's ever <laughs> thought of anything like this before. It's so basic. Uh, Watch out, Pokemon. You're, yeah. you're next. And this is, this is another second-to-last episode where it ends with the base that they're all trying to storm starts just, like, floating away into the sky with his dad and, like, a machine. <laughs> and, like, someone's like, things just went no. from bad to worse. And, like... From bad to worse. And it's like, yeah, I guess. I still don't understand. It. Like, this is another one where I, like, had basically no idea what was going on. Right. I was just like, okay. Uh, well, I thought one ep- one show that actually I think did a decently okay job at, at filling you in on what was going on was um, Person of Interest. Oh, my God. Nothing has made me want to not watch a show more, though. Like, I agree. Really? I thought it wasn't that bad. Uh, that was like I was like well compared to some of this other garbage like person of interest man. I just uh, I hate the idea that it's like government surveillance is your friend kids like it's just yeah well th- but that's the point I, like I don't know like I want to watch it to see if it, it ever like starts to be critical of that. Um, it's basically like the 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 plot of the show is that there's a computer program that scans all cell phones and uh, um. And, and and all cameras to use a predictive algorithm to predict who's going to die and who's going to commit a crime. Yeah. <laughs> and the, they're the people of interest. And so if your number comes up, then they come for you. Right. And you have to, like, decode what the numbers mean or something, I guess. And there's, like, a nerd who does that. And then there's, like, an assassin yeah. guy who, like... Well, it's, is... it reminded me a lot of the movie, um, I believe it's called Wanted, with uh, Angelina Jolie, where she's curving the bullets. Do you remember that one? No. You don't remember the movie where they're curving bullets? Where they would, like, swing the... Swing the gun, and then the bullet would curve, curve, like, around corners to assassinate people. Oh, my God. No, but now I have to see it. Young James McAvoy is the oh star. Oh, my God. Wow, wow. All right. I'm putting it on my and list. And Morgan Freeman is the guy reading the numbers. Wow, of course. Um, this one's got Taraji P. Henson in it. Doing, yeah, that's like, somebody. She's, she's doing real. Her, she's real, but she does a really lackluster job in this, I feel like. You know, yeah, it's like, not her best performance, but no. I mean, like, it is just, like, a random TV procedural. But yeah. I thought it was interesting, because, like, it was, it was, like, the plot was about, she's on this mission to destroy this evil organization called HR. Which I which love. a really funny name for I, an evil organization. I love it, because, like, clearly a writer 
was just like pissed off at an HR department somewhere. I was like, <laughs> I'm just gonna make that the acronym for our villain. Fuck you guys. Debbie. Right. So like what I liked about this was that the episode opens and if you don't know who HR is, like <laughs> you just you just kinda hear them go like you can't fight HR and I'm like, oh man, don't I know it? <laughs> <laughs> yep, I had like the exact same reaction. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah, so HR is like a bunch of dirty cops and dirty judges and dirty cop owners. Right. And um, they're they're in bed with like drug dealing Russians and shit. And so they're trying to take out both of them in this one uh and get revenge because her partner yeah. got shot. Um, yeah, and she's trying to do it alone. A lot of people's partners get shot in in, in, in these episodes. I mean, in procedurals in general, but yes. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, like, uh, it, it's kind of fun, because she's, like, going on this, like, mission of vengeance, but, like, she just can't take on, like, the whole thing. And meanwhile, we're flashing back to her, like, ex-husband or... or you know, ex-boyfriend or something who was uh, a veteran who had like PTSD and, and like anger issues and her trying to convince him to go uh, get therapy with the VA mm-hmm. and he, him refusing and him wanting to see his son and she refuses to let him. And it's, it's all very dramatic to me. And I was like, that's pretty good. Yeah. Don't really care like, about this HR stuff, but what? Yeah. <laughs> like I'll watch more of this, like you trying to convince your husband to get therapy, like plot line. I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah, but, but then it, was, it, it was. Out, I thought did. they did a decent job of like juggling the timelines and stuff. So I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'll check out point uh, person of interest at some point. But yeah. I mean, it is like kind of very 2011. Yeah. Sort of show. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's the definitely, lost generation of TV. <laughs> it's definitely the sort of thing that's like pre-Russian bots on the internet. You know, very pre-Russian. Where everyone's yeah. like, wait, actually. Don't look at me on my computer. Okay, thanks. Well, no, this was, like, clearly, like, a response to, like, The Dark Knight coming out. Or, like, the yeah. NSA thing coming out. Yeah. Like, I think it's supposed to be kind of, like, a like an anti-hero sort of thing. Like, oh, we're doing bad to do good or something. Maybe. But, I don't know. I'd have to watch more of it, and I'm probably not going to do that. Yeah. The, tw- the twist ending in this one is that she did ask for help from her friends, uh, and then she kidnaps the guy who's the head of HR, and there's two more yeah. episodes left in the season to wrap, right. But now wrap the, that up. the the evil HR organization they know who the main character is because oh, they actually... can see a blurry picture of his face in a security camera. <laughs> yeah, um, they. <laughs> I lied. This is not the second. To, like this is nowhere near the end of the season at all. It's episode eight. No. There's like an entire season left, so I have no idea why but this is. It's the but they're in the end game for HR. For HR, I guess. Because they've c- captured the leader. Yeah. That's something. That that is something. That's something. Ugh. Um. Let us know if you want us to watch episodes with any of these other dumb titles. Uh, yeah. You know, if you want us to do a True Colors or a Bad Blood episode. Yeah. <laughs> Even better, give us $5 and then we'll super do it because I might need $5 to get through watching these horrible, oh, horrible time. episodes of TV. They're oh, big so. Time. So bad. The only one that I hadn't already seen that I liked was Star Trek Voyager. Yeah. Though I, I'm intrigued about Stargate, but, like, not enough to do anything about it. No. And, and God, oh, my God. I We didn't talk about the last episode of The Guild. <laughs> yeah, Which, The Guild. I don't know. Does anybody like The Guild? I, I remember I web series. It. First of all, these are, like, impossible to find now. Like, they still have an official YouTube channel, but, like, all of their videos have been, like... It's all on Netflix. Unlisted. No, only season one is on Netflix. That's There's not true. Six... All of season one through six. What? I can only get season one. Dude, look it up. Wait, I'm looking this up right now. I'm sorry. It's one... It's each season is, like, an... Is, is listed as one episode, and they're each, like, an hour and a half long. Oh, well, that's bonkers and confusing. Yeah, ain't it? 
because the, because the episodes are only like five minutes long. So for some reason they've been listed. Maybe this is how they sold them on the DVD, but they're listed as 43 minutes, 74 minutes, 80 minutes, 76 minutes, and then 95 minutes uh, for each season. Yeah. And so each season is actually one episode. That's like a movie. Oh, geez. You're right. It does say season there. Wow. Okay. Well, I don't know. I watched just the last 15 minutes then of of season six. And, uh, oh boy, that one was pretty incomprehensible and full of a lot of cliches and was very bad. And if you yeah, liked gibberish. The, if you liked the guild, maybe you should consider that opinion because it might not hold up. Well, I like the idea that it's a show about how fans of video games are the worst. Um, <laughs> is that what the plot of the show was? That's because that was what I got what, from this one episode. That's definitely what the plot of this of this finale was, which like fair. Yeah. Was I just don't know. like. All of you are frauds, and every time that you, like, bitch on the internet about a thing that you don't like, all you really want to do is, like, get a signed photograph from the creators of these pieces of media that you actually love and are just pretending to hate, you pieces of shit. Um, So, Uh, yeah, I'm all on board if that's what the rest of the show is about, but I kind of doubt it. We also didn't talk about uh, Xena. Xena's got an endgame episode. Xena's got an endgame, yeah. That's, That's not really an end game uh except that like they defeat one evil roman army but then like the other optimistic evil roman army is like caesar is a good guy and xena's like nah he he blows uh right so i mean here's like a list of like uh like a random assortment of shows that you know we've never watched uh, there's an episode of Endgame for a show called Meta Jets, Insectables, Stingers, Inside the American Mob, Wicked Science, uh, Body Jumpers, Swamp People, Frontline, uh, Gangland Undercover, Hear Me Out, Water Rats, Sandy and oh Violet, my God. The Carrie Diaries, Fall of Eagles, The Equalizer, Holorama, Wait, uh, I just need Paradise you to pause. Falls. <laughs> yes. There's a show called Water Rats? <laughs> Uh, it is, is a show about? from 1999, uh, beneath its surface exists a playground for the murky underworld, a place of illicit rubbish dumps, pollution hazards, the remnants of huge drug halls and a graveyard of bodies. Is this live action? Oh my God. What? Like it's a dystopian procedural? No, it's not. A, it's not. It just takes place down at like the bayou. Oh my God. I can't. All right. Great. Continue. Is there more? <laughs> uh, Whistler. Uh, let's see. <laughs> S- uh, we watched all these. NCIS Los Angeles. Painkiller Jane. Uh, Shooten Doji. Uh, I don't know what that even is. Nope. Uh, Nazis The Evolution of Evil, a documentary miniseries. Oh. The Wheel. Zane's Sex Chronicles. The Tomorrow People. It's it's just the best part Dinosaur about this. Dinosaur Revolution. The best part about this is that, like, we literally have watched episodes from, like, wildly different shows. You know, like, right. like there's procedurals. There's, like, primetime dramas. There's soap operas. There's There's internet video game yeah. uh, adaptations. There's a Maple yeah. Story New Leaf Saga episode Stop. called Endgame. No! Maple Story! What are you doing? Street Fighter, Assassin's Fist. Oh my god. It's like, there's this. There's sci-fi. There's, like, animated kid shows. There's HBO comedies. There, like, like, everyone has written a fucking episode named Endgame. And, like, god damn. It's just... All right. The, you want to end on The Cape? Because we didn't really talk about The Cape. And it's kind of the greatest show ever made. Six seasons and a movie, David. Six seasons and a movie, indeed. How is this the last episode? And how did this show come out just one year before Arrow and yet didn't last? <laughs> like, this series predicted the video game TV show craze, and it came out before them, and it fucking just didn't do anything at all. And this show is fucking crazy. 
Yeah, it's it's Summer Glau is in it, and like she plays yeah, another crazy person. Like this wraps up literally no episode, like nothing. You know, like this was clearly not supposed to be a finale, but it just got canceled. No. It just got canceled, man. Because it's bad. Because uh, did you see those cape animations? They were bad. The cape animations are bad. Maybe maybe that was just the problem, is that nobody likes capes. Yeah, it's a dumb superhero. It's a bad power. Um, I mean... But yeah, so he's like, he's like a... Been falsely accused of somebody's murder. Yeah. Uh, and it was because there's this, like evil organization similar to hr but not exactly the same that's involved in police work and And uh, also the cape was trained by keith david to fight crime yeah and Uh, uh, keith david works at a circus also yeah there's a circus um um and the the villain's name is chess yeah which is why the the episode is called endgame ah okay but they don't the villain's even really name is Chess, and his 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 like servant's name is Scales because he, he has scales all over his body. Yeah, he's like a like a crime boss, but then he frames him and has him arrested during this episode. And there's like a little girl's cell phone who like gives everybody away because the the arc people can track it. And like, I swear to God, this episode had more Dutch angles than like Thor. <laughs> Like, they're all over the place. That's wild. Just wild. Yeah. I, I've I'll, never heard of any sh- anything ever that has more Dutch angles than, than, Thor. than Thor. Other than maybe, like, Battlefield Earth. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's, it's definitely up there with it, you know? Yeah. I, I, I didn't count, but I bet if I played the Thor drinking game, which is just drink every time there's a Dutch angle, this, like half-hour TV show would have gotten me pretty shwasted. That's shwasty. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm probably not going to watch the rest of the cave. <laughs> I mean, why would you? This is the last episode. It doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't go anywhere new from here. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we might watch more episodes, more bad episodes of TV. Let us know if you like these sort of oddly formatted, you know, just watching a, an assortment of random episodes and giving you the lowdown on them. Yeah, um, finding finding the similarities, the differences, seeing if Keith David is in all of them also. <laughs> Keith David might be in every TV show ever, and we just never noticed. I mean, it's really possible. His, his like, IMDb page is, like, full. Insanely long, yeah. Yeah. Um, alright, so check us out next time uh, on, I guess the next one will be New Beginnings. Oh my god. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.